Hey, how's it going? This is Jen. Uh, no. Yeah, it is. This is Jen. And I'm Billy. <laughs> and Billy's looking good today. No. <laughs> what? You just messed the flow. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with me, Jen, and her, Billy. No. Cheers, babe. <laughs> Wait, I don't have no one to cheer. You're not close enough. Cheers you're not, yourself. You're not ready. Cheers yourself, Billy. Cheers, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you're so thrown off. Man, that, that, that was an experiment in human condition. And you are a creature of habit. And by me throwing a wrench into the routine mm. you could not cope i like things nailed it you know some things need to be what they are you know um well what this is is today i'm jen <laughs> and you're billy and you're looking good in your deep v billy <laughs> okay you need this, that that was a train wreck but i guess we're just gonna keep on rolling that's not a train wreck this is coffee talk man this is unscripted this is real impromptu we just get it when it's coming right Hot out of the no, hot out of the I, oven. No, it's not fresh off the kitchen yeah, counter. Not working, today. baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, man. it's good to see you. I had the best. Hey, thank you, babe, for just the best Father's Day weekend. I know I'm not your dad. I am, however, you're my daddy. I'm your daddy. You're very daddy. I love it when she calls me Big Papa. Um, thanks for uh, little Ren's in the studio daddy. again. Hey, this is becoming a bit of a, a tradition. Little Ren likes coming little, to the studio. Little Ren Ren is sitting in the. The studio is checking uh, us out. Thanks for being you know, here, Lil Ren. Keeping us on target. Thank you for my Father's Day gift. All the family went in and got me, uh, the kids got me, well, they gave me cash so that I could pick out a new grill, yes. which is pretty much my love language in life. So It's my lo- love I'm language, excited. too. My grill is so old. I've had it for four years. It's actually not old. It looks new, or new-ish, but I use it so often. The inside is destroyed. It's caught on fire twice. True story. And on Father's Day, it literally caught on fire. Catches on fire. Well, it smoked our salmon, and it was delicious. Yeah, all the grease guards are gone. It's just an open flame. Whatever you did to that salmon, Linked to a propane baby, tank. It is do it again. very dangerous. Do it again. Those salmon taste so good because they were on cedar planks, and the, the grill was burning all around it. And it smoked. It smoked. Yeah, them. and I was able to still, in the midst of a crisis... Cook perfect salmon. It was delicious. <laughs> There's something about that. You recovered very well by. My, I didn't my recover. Love. It was the plan, man. Uh, we had to get you a grill because the truth is, is I just don't cook anymore. My 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 middle son literally says my mom doesn't. She never cooks. I feel I'm like, like you never? say this. I feel like you say this a lot. But I do cook. But I I needed to make sure your grill did um, not go out of service because um, that is a part of our life. Jen, That's how we eat. Jen, I'm gonna need you to get some new material. No, it's it's real, man. I need you to have a nice grill. Yeah. So you can cook us some I'm grateful. good meat. Also, um, at one sixteen church this weekend, we gave all the dads adult Twinkies. They're called what are they called? Madeline's. Oh my God. I think you're They are Twinkies, but without the cream. And they're just packaged a little more fancy and a little more adultish. It's like the mature Twinkie. I didn't have one. You'd be so proud of me. Yes, 75 hard. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, 75 (laughs) solid. Let's not put the pressure there. (laughs) So, hey, last night was fun. It was the longest day of the year last night, June 21st. True story. Which I looked at it actually this whole, like the next 10 days. The sun sets at the same time. It's like 9, 10 p.m. But then it stays light till 10.30 around here. So oh, if you're in Seattle, such a beautiful, just so you know, I don't know where you're listening to us from, but in Seattle, it is light till 10.30 p.m. It's the best thing For in this the world. next month. Oh, gosh. I absolutely love summers. And it is the best kept secret in the United States is Seattle in the summer months. And we went on a date on a patio on the waterfront at sunset last night for the longest day of the year. It was awesome. And we, we were, were out there sipping to like, some wine and we had a good... Uh, well, I didn't drink wine because I'm doing 75 hard. Yeah, well, I did. You did. And we had some... 
Good appetizers. We did. It was great. It's going to be 97 degrees. It's going to be 90s Let's all week. Let's go paddleboarding. 97. We should Dear go paddleboarding. Lord. I should just put yeah. out a you know a text and be like, who wants to paddleboard tonight? Let's to go. everyone? The let's whole just, world. Let's, let's just, just hit go. it up. I'm down to paddleboard, man. Let's do I'm it. Beach. Let's, go. Um, let's go. What was the restaurant we went to last night? What was the name of it? Um, um, Como. Como. Not very good, to be honest. If you're in the uh, Kirkland area, it's Italian-ish, and it's overpriced. It's okay. Overpriced, Volterra, under-libered. You know Volterra what I didn't like about way it? better. What's that? Volterra in Kirkland's uh, yeah. way better. Yeah, yeah. If we're yeah. giving restaurant ideas right now, if you haven't been to Volterra in Kirkland, it's Italian. It's pricey. Steaks. It's pricey. When I say pricey, I don't know what's pricey to you. It's it's relative. So pricey, the steak costs thirty five dollars. So best thirty five dollars. So had I know there's steaks that are one hundred and thirty five dollars, yeah. but this thirty five dollars steak at Volterra is, and I'm not a I'm a steak guy, but I'm not like a steak steak guy. I this is the best steak I've ever had in my entire life. Um, but back to Como, there, I like the the patio over the water, yes. the sunset, there's, the mountains. It's gorgeous. It's by a yacht yard. Like there's just yachts pulling up. The only thing here's here's my one issue with it, and the company was the best. It was just you and me. You were in a very low cut shirt, which was just like Happy Father's Day you to me. You didn't have to. I was. This was just like that's the highlight of the night. Jen. Isn't it a crazy thing to all the listeners? If if our, if we just wear a little bit lower shirts, our husbands are just like. All over us. Okay, can I say the tweet? Is that not true? Can I say the tweet that some young girl that I don't really know, but we follow her and we, I know her family, she tweeted out yesterday. Can I say it? It was, I thought it was brilliant. She's Lil Ren Ren's age. I'm gonna say it. She's Lil Ren Ren's age. She's like, hey, public service announcement, it's getting hotter out, so women will be wearing less clothing. That doesn't make them skanky. That just means you think like a rapist. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. That's- <laughs> I was That's like, in your face. You know what? Like, yeah, I've I've always thought like, you know, you've ever heard that saying, and I'm so off topic now, but people are like, you know, women shouldn't dress that way if they don't want men to, you know, think that way. And I'm like, turn your head, what dude. Men don't think like, that bro, way. Well, control mean, your thoughts. Okay, like, I agree. Get yourself extent. under control, man. Look away I, if you're that. Oh, I think there I, is a line that we as girls cross when we're just letting it all hang out. That's okay. just a little much. And you can say there, that to the ladies. There's something beautiful about wearing clothes that compliment your body, but not trying to say, hello, I have boobs over here. You know, it's like, <laughs> let's... like a true married woman. Yeah, let's just not know. Like, I've been married for 20 plus years. And you know what? I feel that's a conversation between women. But yeah, I'm going to talk to the fellas. We, we could have a conversation. I'm like, bro. Stop blaming her for your your perverseness. Turn your head. Get a grip. I agree. Figure it out, man. Oh, God, I loved the tweet. She's like, stop thinking like a rapist. Well, there's a a lot there. Okay. But I think on the other flip side, girls need to calm way down and be like, hey, listen, like, like you can do that in your bedroom, but like use use a little tack. Like there's there's something about wearing clothes that just fit your body, that compliment you, that bring beauty. I don't know. Which is the the point I was making last night of you and my wife of 24 years, that (laughs) the highlight of my night. What's your low cut shirt? Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and even in our pictures, I strategically position the camera as to not miss that little detail. You're so funny. <laughs> Hashtag 23 years. Here we go. Hashtag 24. Well, we're Why about you take... to celebrate 24. Babe, we always round up. That's this rule in marriage. <laughs> okay, so you're about to be 46. No, you round down <laughs> with age. Okay, and I'm going to be 45. I'm 44. You never know my age. How old are you? Do you know? I'm going to be, I'm about to be 42. Well done. Thank yeah. you. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah. And like, Three weeks. What are we going to do? Whatever you want, man, as long as you're wearing that low-cut shirt. <laughs> Anyways. Well, what are we talking about today? Um, okay, you brought it up. I had this thought. Okay, I kind of want to be fun, lighthearted. Lil Ren's in the studio, so we got to keep things interesting, or she or she leaves. 
She starts rolling her she eyes. She gives us those 16 eyeball eyes. Like, come on, No, guys. she doesn't. She's the best. Come on. Um, I've been doing, as as the listeners may know, if you've paid attention, I've been doing, and a couple friends have joined me. Can I just um, pause for one second? What? Ever since you started 75 Hard Solid, we all know that you're on 75 Hard. Okay, is that funny? you mention it all oh, the time. Okay, so, I'm sorry. Like, us over here who are living disciplined lives, we just do a day in, day out. You know what I mean? We just don't talk about it. First of all, there's no us in that statement. Yeah. Right. Well, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Thank you for that. You, little dig. Um, a little dig. Okay, here's what I, I've been doing 75 hard. I've, I've, I've modified it, me and some of my friends. We call it 75 solid. Here's why. We're not 100% doing it. So, for instance, if I, you're supposed to drink a gallon of water today. You're supposed to work out twice a day, once outside, one inside. You're supposed to stay on a diet, pick a diet, choose a no alcohol, no cheat day. Um, you're also supposed to read 10 pages in a book every day. And so it's kind of like this. Pause. Um, what? what books are you reading? I'm just curious. I just, I've been jumping around to, I read random self-help books. So, yeah. And I, I love that. I'm an avid reader. The reading 10 pages a day is absolutely a no-brainer for me. I kind of already do that. It's just kind of staying consistent with it because it's 10 minutes. Like I, it's less than 10 minutes, in fact, to read 10 pages. I guess so if you're a fast reader. Yeah, which I am. So like the reading thing for me is not a hard thing. So like like I'll, I wake up every morning and kind of read anyway, so I'll kind of just like throw in a book and just read a thought. You know, some of the, some of the thoughts come from this. It's kind of where I found out about 75 hard and just different things. So anywho, Ski, <clears throat> um, I got to get it in. Now I do it on purpose. I'm trying to get it in every time. Anywho, Skis. Um, so we're doing 75 solid because I take a day off on Sundays, which you're not supposed to do. And if you miss one of the elements, you're supposed to technically in 75 hard start over from the beginning because oh it has to be 75 days consecutive. I'm not actually doing that either. I have missed drinking a gallon one or two days because that is an enormous amount of water. Your skin's looking gorgeous, by the way. Mm, gorgeous? No, your your skin looks That's good. Wow, you look pretty. Yeah. Oh, man. I quit. I'm not doing 75 hard anymore. That gallon of water is Because this has turned into 75 pretty. Um. So here's what I thought, though. I, I wanted to kind of break down what I've been learning, because I'm about three weeks in, what I'm learning from 75 Hard, much of which, Jen, you already know, and how it applies to real life. And I think it could be fun and provocative. Um, okay, for instance, um, this is I'm learning so much about 75 Hard. And you came back. It's it's eight. It's an eight o'clock hour this morning. We record about eight 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 thirty a.m. Our podcast. You've already been up since five. You've already gone to a workout class. You've already sweated it out. When you came in, I'm sitting there getting ready for this, kind of drinking my coffee, getting my thoughts together, thinking about, hey, what should we talk about on Coffee Talk today? Coffee and you talk. walk in, and I say to you, hey, how was your workout? And you go, mm, it was okay. I wish it had been a little harder. <laughs> And then I think you followed up, but I started writing down. I stopped listening at that point. I'm like, of course, this is what my wife says. And I think you were like, but it's okay. I'll make up for it tonight. Like, you're going to work out again. Like, you live 75 hard. That's what you do. Like, when I come back from a workout, I'm I'm telling everyone I went to a workout. I'm telling everyone how much I sweat. Like, yesterday, I'm like, dude, it was so hot in the gym. I sweat so much. I told 10 people that. I'm like, I burned so many calories just because of the heat. You're like, "Mm, I wish it had been harder. Yeah, I never say that. Yeah. So I'm learning things that you already know about fitness, but perhaps we can apply those principles to life and you, oh great one, can enlighten us. Okay, this is how this applies to life. We need to talk to a personal. So last week you questioned me on Father's Day, and this week I will question you on why life is so hard. 
questioning you. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. feeling a little attacked. Like, it was Q and A. No, I'm this is a question. Intimidated here. You will brace yourself, and I will question you. Okay. Okay. First thing that I have learned, without question, doing seventy five hard is the hardest thing about it is staying consistent with anything. Oh my right? goodness! That's just life. first week, dude. I killed it. Working out twice a day. First week, I was so pumped. I felt like Rocky Balboa. I actually listened. Sure, you did to the Rocky soundtrack. <laughs> I listened. It's on my. Pl- I Here, added tell it the, to tell the listeners the truth. You listen to that soundtrack every time you're lifting. Like you're benching. You're like. <laughs> No, I don't. I can see it. But I did bust it back out for 75 hard. Yeah, you did. I'm not going to let you mock me that much. When you're running, I can, I can tell when you're listening it's to Rocky. It's the very run, inspiring. The run, the run trod that you have, it changes when you're listening to Rocky. What was it called? The a run tr- trod. A trod? <laughs> Maybe a trot. Trot. Okay. The run trot? Yeah, I it changes. Trod. <laughs> yeah. No truer words have ever trod, been spoken. It changes. I plod. I plod when I run. You thump. You plod. little thump thump. <laughs> okay. Well, for, first week, I'm on it. We're into week three. I'm going to be honest, man. I literally wake up every morning and I feel like a robot. I'm like, I have to somehow work out 45 minutes twice today. I have to drink another gallon of water again today. today. Little Renrin's in the studio. She's like you. She works out twice a day. You guys, okay, here's my question. This is the hardest thing I'm learning. How do you stay so consistent when it comes to fitness? Answer. And a little Ren, you can chime in as well. Like, what do you do? How how do you do that? Because I'm dying over it here. It never starts out easy. It's just once you start doing it repetitively over and over and over again, it becomes extremely addictive. So then it becomes easier. Serena, easier. do you say the same thing? Yeah. Because yeah. I would say I've never been addicted to working out. But but I wonder. So you had you had spurts, like you had college spurts. That wasn't spurt, babe. That was twelve years from high school through college. You know, understand? That was a ten year period. That's not spurts. A decade. You weren't addicted. I just enjoyed playing the sport, so I I put up with the physical fitness. Yeah. So maybe that maybe it was the sport that you you could do every day all day, but it wasn't the physical side. So like, if you were to do something physical, there's a reason football players gain weight when they stop playing the game because they don't really care about the working out for the most part. They just want to kind of like play the game. I like just listening to music. So like, and it's like kind of therapeutic for me to like go, like if I'm like stressed, I'll just go work out. And then I'm like, oh, I get to listen to music for an hour. Like, I feel like you're the same way. Like you get to play your favorite music and just work out. Man, is she not brilliant or what? That is actually a huge fact. But instead of working out, I go for a walk. Or I light up a cigar by the lake. No, I was gonna say, <laughs> I go, Shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm about to say, you're in the fire. I also listen pit. to it when I work out, but I'm like, I can also be sitting by the lake. Smoking a nice cigar with a good friend <laughs> and listening to music. You know what? El- you know what else is very addicting about physical uh, fitness is the results and how your body feels. I wish I could get addicted to it. Um, because there's something. There's something that. Oh God! Please make us addicts. <laughs> okay, that's getting a little too too much. Oh, I want to be addicted so so bad. No. Um, okay, because okay, here's the thing. How can we apply this 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 brilliant thing that you and Lil Ren Ren have come up with on your consistency when it comes to fitness? How can we apply it to life? And I, I was thinking about this as I was writing this down. I was like, okay, I've heard like, so in the group text that I have with the guys, few guys that are doing this, um, and I won't say their names because I don't know if they want it out there in the public. I don't know. But anyways, I already said Jake's. So there's a couple other guys. Jake's already out there. Five Stones, owner of coffee. Uh, he's doing it. So <laughs> He's owner of coffee at Five Stones. And so we're going public on this guy. He's doing it. Best he's killing coffee. it. But we're encouraging each other. So there's a group of us kind of encouraging each other. I and I have a couple group texts, in fact, going on with this. And 
um, like one of the things we're like, like, just keep showing up. One of them was like, just keep showing up. Let's get it again. Let's run it again. Like I, I sent it out to him yesterday. I'm like, all right, boys, I'm calling it 55 hard now because we're 20 something days in. So I'm like, now it's 55 hard. Let's run that bad boy again. You know, and I'm trying to pump myself up because in the meantime, I'm like, I don't want to go. It's 90 degrees. I can't work out out here. You make a great point. I go to classes uh, probably 50% of the year because I need someone else to tell me to tell me what to do. So accountability. Accountability. And then, then there's a few months where I actually do good on my own, but I know myself. I start getting a little bit tired. I don't want to get up. I don't want to keep doing Push it. Yourself. My mind starts getting kind of mentally lazy. I know immediately when that starts happening, I need to get to a class because it keeps me on track. So I would say consistency is only consistency with some accountability. Okay, like, that's actually brilliant. So staying consistent in life kind of requires doing life with other people. Absolutely. Bam, that's a life principle that we just dropped. I would also say this. Um, people say, just keep showing up. I would say one of the things that's helping me get through 75 hard is I keep showing back up. Here's what I mean. Not back it up, but I keep showing back up. Meaning like <laughs> there's been a day or two where I didn't show up. Like, I'll be honest, it's 75 solid. There was a day last week where I did not get two workouts in. I got one in, which is better than none, but I didn't get two. I'm supposed to get two. I didn't get it. I was so, I was exhausted. I was just like, I can't do it, man. I can't keep doing this every single day. I was exhausted. My body hurts. And so, and I remember the next morning, I literally was like, okay, I'm going to show back up today. Like, I could have been like, dude, I missed it. It's over. I can't do it. You know, and I fall into a slump. And I'm like, no, I'm going to show back up. I'm going to, yeah. today, I'm going to get the gallon, I'm going to get two workouts, and so I just, you know, and I show back up, show back up. That's helping me try and stay consistent, because I'm not perfectly consistent right now, that's why it's 75 solid, grace, but I'm staying pretty consistent, so, okay, that's good. I feel like we, I feel like we had good life principles. Secondly, second thing I'm learning, I didn't really crave sweets until I could not have them. <laughs> this is a fact. I'm not a big sweets guy. I'm not. Like, I'll have it every now and then. I'm not. Okay. You're going to do it. You're going to say it. But it's true. You have a little bit of a sweet tooth. You kind of, you want to, okay, maybe a little bit. You like to dabble here and dabble there. But I don't need dessert. I mean, how often do we order dessert? True. You're not like, I have to have a dessert every day. I never order dessert. In fact, you're the one who orders dessert. I'm like, I'll have a taste. Uh, I've never ordered dessert. I'm like the the sweet person who just wants a taste. I eat sweets on a birthday. Um, Case in point, I don't really care for birthday cake. I don't eat it. I, I can count on one hand how many times I'll eat birthday cake in a year. I don't eat it. We go to our, our little nephew's birthday party at Lucky Strike, and the whole world's getting back out there. It was so grateful. People in the arcade game, no masks, touching the same joysticks. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. Um, so real. The germs are out there so real, and I'm all about it right now. But we're at there, and my <laughs> sister, Christiana, she should be a cake maker. She's literally like Buddy the Boss who makes the cakes. Truly. I mean, she makes these magnificent cakes. She magnificent. should go into business. And... Everyone's taking a bite of it, and I'm like, I, I, I have to try it. And I know, I would, you know, on a normal day, if you told me, on a normal day, I'd be like, I'll pass. I'm watching my weight. Everyone kind of knows that. I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm not watching my weight. But because I can't. Yeah, and it's cake. I had to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you gave me a lot of grief, but because I, I gave couldn't. You no grief. I mean, on on Father's Day, when about. yeah, you did. I um, did. You're like calories, seventy five hard. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Oh, you know you did. And then on Father's <laughs> Day, so we're handing out adult Twinkies. I mean, I'm like, I can't tell you. We had a Bible study. I had a bunch of men over for a barbecue Bible study months ago, and I bought those adult Twinkies. I didn't have a single one, man. Good. Yes, yesterday, Father's Day, I'm like, oh God, I, I didn't. I'm like, oh Jesus, I need one. <laughs> I know. Like in the car, you're like, where, where are all the goodies? I'm like, they're all <laughs> I gone. Know. You're you like, gave them away. You're like, you gave that. I'm like, I didn't give them away. I promise. Here's my question: Why do we always want what we can't have? Human Life nature. principle. 
Why, why? Isn't that true? Uh-huh. It's human nature. We always want what we can't have. If I were to take a box, I actually love that though. I love think about why. I like to even think about why we feel that way is is something extraordinary to me. It it's it is what it is. It's human nature. Um, if I were to take a box and put it out in the middle of and put it in a mall, and on that box put like caution tape and a massive sign that says whatever you do, under no circumstances. Do not lift up and look under this box. I gotta look. Everyone in the mall, it would create a scene. It would literally go viral. People like, I have to know what's under there. It's what we can't have that we want so much. So maybe the thing of it is, so I'm trying to figure out like what is the life principle that comes from not- It's not valuing what you really have. How can we stop putting so much value on what we don't have and put more value on what we do have. That's good. You know, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't. I don't. I don't have, but I have noticed. I mean, that. we need to bring in Doctor Molly. Yeah, yeah. I can't I actually answer. Have we have any, to leave it unanswered. I got nothing. Yeah, we have to leave it unanswered. This but, is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Sorry. To May, not helpful hey, uh, text content. us in. Yeah, you can't text in. I'll call the call the hotline. Let us know what you think. There's nothing to call. Um, but like honestly, but I would say this also. Why does bad become so available? When you're going for good, I have never seen more sweets, more carbs. It's like, not so available. You just notice it. Oh, really? It's like when you buy a purple car, all you see is purple cars. Um, last you know night I, mean? I come home, I come home, and the refrigerator is <laughs> packed with crumble cookies. These cookies that are like small little pies from this place. Where's it at? Little Renren and her friends went out, and little Renren goes and buys them and doesn't eat them. Just, just. Just populates the refrigerator with these delicious, <laughs> terribly fattening cookies. I'm like, where's this stuff coming from? I look in the pantry. You got all those little biscottis left over from Father's Day. This Never little almond butter biscottis. Oh, that probably is hard for you. I, I had one. I had one. I can't lie. What? I had one last night. No, <laughs> why does no. does bad always show up when you're going for good? <laughs> I, I confess, alive. Oh, Red, are you leaving? What? I'm sorry. We're not. We're not entertaining you. Oh my gosh. Are you coming back, little Red? Red. Okay. <laughs> Potty break. All right, so that's that's the th- okay. Third one. Maybe we can apply this stuff. Maybe we can have some answers on this one. Um, <laughs> we've got we've got a lot of questions and no a lot answers. Of I'm not in the best shape, but I can still get after it. Here's what I've learned: seventy five hard. I'm not in the best shape. A lot of you, a lot of you didn't know that. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of you stop turning the mic to pick up her laughter. Okay, a lot of you were not aware that I. I'm not in the best shape. Some of you are like, he is in the best shape. I'm not in the best shape. Breaking the glass, the glass house here. Can you chill? But, because here's what I mean. I am, I'm so sore. My body aches in places that I didn't know you could ache in those well, places. places, baby. I can't. Everywhere. My knees have hurt yeah. more than I I mean, my knees. I'm working out twice a day. So, like, my knees are getting it. But here's what I've realized. Well, your body will toughen up. And that's what I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. But I can still get after it. And I'm going to tell you, I'm three weeks in, and it's fading. Like, I mean, right. week one and even week two, I think week two was worse. I was like, dude, I, I don't know how I'm going to go on a jog. Like, I, just just the bouncing hurts. Oh, the thumping. The, the, the plodding. The plodding. The ground. It just comes in so hard, you know. And then, like, going to the gym, which I love going to the gym. And I actually have a decent amount of muscle mass underneath these layers of, you know, love. But... um. <laughs> Call layers of you're, love. You're fluffies. Okay, thank you. But 
even going to the gym, so I love getting it hard, but like your muscles just start to like, you can only do so much, right? Like, but I've realized I can still get after it because, because it does fade. And a lot of it I'm realizing is, is mental. I was just about to say, yeah. I, I would say, I mean, if you put a percentage in my opinion that I think it's like 85% mental, you know? Because I, I want your opinion because you actually are in better shape in your 40 at 40 than you were at 20. That's a fact. I'm not even making that up. You're in better condition. You're in better shape at 40 than you were at 20. So is that what it is? Is well, it it's a mental? mental. I mean, like I'll, I'll give an example, a life example for me personally. I I was pushing a baby out for over two hours, and I was exhausted. Had been in labor for 18, still pushing, right? And the, that, the whole, that whole thing right there just the makes midwife me walks die. in and goes, "We are going to have to either use a suction, or you know." cut her cut the baby out get the baby out and and when i heard those words something on a mental level clicked over i went so hard you're like not today. i was like i don't oh, care if i'm today. 18 hours or 27 hours like i'm doing this and i pushed that baby out to the point where it broke my tailbone getting him out because i was just it was actually probably was not supposed to be coming out period but mm-hmm. i was just so mentally like we're doing this this is one of the most graphic descriptions but of i think for me ever. but the point is is that it's mental right? right okay yeah so mental is such a huge part of why we give up so early or we give in so quickly yeah and it's I'm, more than half the battle and i don't want to name drop but i had a conversation with a very very successful nfl player very successful. Like, you know, just to make the NFL, you have to be the best of the best. This guy's the elite in the NFL world. And I literally asked him, I was like, hey, they told me when I went from high school to college playing football that it would be like night and day. The speed, the hitting, everything, the the pace of the game um, that would be night and day. I was like, I actually found that to be true. Going from high school, a good high school in Chicago to Division One AA football in South Carolina. I was like, it's like night and day. I was like... Is it the same going from college to pro? Mm-hmm. And he was he's like, absolutely. He goes, it's more. He's like, the jump from college to pro is more than the jump from high school to college. I was like, oh my God. I was like, how do you do it? And he this is what he said, which is what you said. You are in you are in the same line of some of the most elite athletes in the world. He goes, it's mental. Mm-hmm. He's like, everyone's the best physically. Everyone is. Everyone on the field. He's like, so now at this point, it's not doing your job. It's capitalizing on the moment, which will be brief and rare, when the person across from you doesn't do theirs. He's like, it's going to be rare. Wow. It's going to be brief. But when it happens, you have to capitalize on that moment because that's yeah. the only chance you get. And I was like, how do you keep going? He's like, it's all mental. Mental. He goes, you can only go so far physically. How you think. Everyone's at the top of their physical game. That's right. it. You can't get much more physical. Like We're all at the top of our physical game. The only people, this is how you become the elite of the elite, is all in your head. Which is that, just, yeah. I mean, that is the biggest, I think that is so good. Like mentally, how we even think, how we think about ourselves, how we view life, mm-hmm. how we view others, how we view the situation. I mean, your whole life can turn upside down, completely change just by shifting the way you think. So tell yourself, get after it. You might not be in the best shape. You might not be the most qualified for the job. I mean, who was it? Vic, Vic recently here was talking to like some people interviewing for jobs and she was like, you know, it's the whole thought of like, whether or not you're qualified, if they ask you if you can do Just it, the answer yes. is emphatically yes. You can, I can figure it, it and out. Then figure it out. Figure yeah. out. Like, get after it. Mentally tell yourself, I could do this. And I, and I think uh, someone told us a long time ago that they just believe that everyone likes them. 
too. I think that's huge too with just even going into life hmm. and and meeting people, new jobs. Just just believe that people like you. It's just it even mentally changes the way you interact, changes the way you go about your life. And I think I also think it's it's some ways of success to even get rich. I think people who are who make good money and who who have an ability to continue to do that over and over again, I think it's a lot of mental. I think it's how they look at themselves, how they look at life, how they it's just the way they think changes everything. It's probably true. You think yeah. that way. That's why you're my sugar mama. That's how I go into interviews. Right Anything's now. possible. Yeah. Everyone loves me. Absolutely. They, love you. <laughs> they need you, man. They need yeah. you on their they team. They want you. Yeah. Who they need is me. Say that again. They, Who they need is me. Hey. Look at you. You're like a life coach. <laughs> Okay, Tony Robbins. I love it. Let's you say it. it and you believe it. Say okay. It one more time. Okay, fourth thing I've been learning from 75 Hard. Water is the worst. Oh, I don't. <laughs> okay, let me you keep going. So dramatic. I, I haven't finished, I I haven't finished it. This is a fact. You're going to fall in love with water. Water is the worst unless you're thirsty. Mm. Then it's the best. Okay, this is, I am telling you, first of all, I hate to drink water. Yeah, I drink coffee perpetually. And the only water I Your drink. Poor liver. The only one, no, they just they just released a study saying regular coffee drinking is the best for your liver. They just released that study. I just read it yesterday. But eight cups? Yeah. Oh man, I'm so much healthier than you okay, right now. Maybe like three cups. I'm so winning Let's in just this calm game. Down here. I'm so healthy because I drink so much coffee. Okay, let me say this. Um, I have to drink a gallon a day. And I don't even drink regular water. I drink vitamin water zero. So if you're out there and you hear me, you know my pain. Real water, just out of the bottle, it makes me, it makes me nauseous. Like if I drink a whole bottle, I'm like, mm. I, I literally feel like I'm drowning. A gallon a day is more water than I could have wrapped my mind around. I literally feel like <laughs> I'm so dramatic. Like you could ring me. I'm so bloated with water. I guess. And so just drinking water, like it, getting a half gallon is crazy. And then I started working out twice a day at 75 hard. And now. When I'm working out, I crave water like I crave you. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I need it so bad. Sorry, little red wren. She got scared on that. But like, I'll be like, yesterday, I drank over a gallon of water because it was Babe, so hot. awesome. And I'm chugging water. And it's like, it's like life. It's like, yes. it's life fuel because I'm thirsty. It's amazing to me how my relationship with water changes. I still hate water. I hate it. I, w- I refuse to be the guy carrying around the gallon jug. Well, Everyone's like, you need to get a gallon guy. jug. You I'm just like, drink a lot of not water. Not going to do it. Yeah. I don't even like to drink a lot of water, but because I'm working out, like I crave water. Like my mouth gets dry because I need water. I need it. I'm still doing vitamin water zero, but I need it. Okay. And so here's my life principle. Sometimes we're only grateful for something or someone once we realize how much we need it. Uh, Sometimes you're good. only grateful for something once you come to the realization of how much you need it. I think in America, we are so good at taking things for granted. Mm-hmm. I think as humans, we are. just, But especially in America, we just take things for granted. Remember that guy? Um, I was once in Trinidad, and we were swimming in the ocean, and a dude almost drowned. I probably told this story on Coffee Talk before. His name was Mark, good friend. And so I swam out in the riptide, got him, and it took us about 30 minutes, but we got back into the shore. And he literally couldn't swim. And I kept saying to him the whole time, like, dude, swim or die. Swim or die, right? So I'd grab him by his bathing suit. I'd chuck him into a wave. The wave would push him. I'd swim up and catch up with him. I mean, we had so much ground to cover. We were way out in the Trinidadian Ocean. I don't think that's the name of it. I think it's the Atlantic, but we'll call it the Trinidadian Ocean. And I'll never forget we got in to shore. And he literally took about five minutes and just kept kissing the ground. And at first I thought he was dramatic because he is dramatic. But then it dawned on me, like he was actually genuinely grateful for the ground to be back on land because he thought 
he, he was, was going to die. He literally did. He thought he was going to die. And I thought there was a chance he might die too when I saw how far out he got swept in this riptide. I thought I was going to die trying to save his life, right? Mm-hmm. So he was so grateful. I think sometimes we don't realize how much we need something, and that could be a person. I mean, you can play this out with friends. Um, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I, and I think gratitude is one of the prime examples of how good can come from bad. Like, you don't have to say, like, how, you know, how can anything good ever come out of this? Well, if you get gratitude, if you become grateful. grateful. yeah. And sometimes we have to realize what we need before we're grateful for it. Don't you think? I Absolutely. think sometimes people go through life just realizing. Like, I think sometimes that we don't get there until something is gone or has been taken away. I think then it then and only then our perspective fully can make a change. And I think, you know, now that we're in our 40s, I I said a couple weeks ago it sounds super lame, but just even walking into my bedroom and getting into my bed the other night, I was like, oh, thank you, God, for this comfortable bed. I just think, you know, when you go through some life, you realize, gosh, so grateful for even the little things. And I think remembering and being grateful for the little things is what changes our everyday lives. Um, okay, okay, let me put it this way, too. And I was thinking, it's, um, okay, when I'm, a lot of times, the gratitude that I get from that is realizing, first of all, it kind of reveals something about me. So the fact that I hate water so much, doing 75 hard, and now I'm appreciating water, it's revealing something about me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm realizing, like, it's not just that water is bad. It has something to do with me. Like, I have a, there's a, I'm probably not physical enough. I'm probably not getting out enough because if I did, I'd crave water more and I'd love water. Like I, got, I have friends that just love water. They drink water all the time. A gallon for them. So one of the guys, one of the buddies who's doing this with me, a gallon for him, he's like, I drink that every single day. Like that's that's the easiest thing for him, you know? And I don't know, for me, I'm like, I probably should be more active on a regular, working out on a more consistent basis. So it's kind of revealing something about me mm-hmm. as much, you know, that I'm like, oh, I need to improve. Okay, you've heard this phrase before and I've recently... I heard this phrase like, you know, it's hard to find good help. You know, sometimes people get so frustrated. They, they go through, they, have, they hire people for a position. They have to fire them. They hire people and those people quit. Those people quit. And, you know, and I, heard, I had a friend years ago just really kind of having like a pity party for himself. He's like, dude, it is so hard to find good help. And I literally want to be like, maybe you're hard so good people don't want to work for you. Have you ever thought about that? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're so hard to work with, good help, good people. First wow. of all, maybe they're not wanting to work for you because you're calling them the help. <laughs> By the way, so hard to find good help. Oh, you mean people, humans who are just as important as you and just as valuable as you? Maybe you're hard to work with. Wow. And that's why good people keep quitting, yeah. keep leaving. You keep firing them because they're like, I refuse to do what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Sometimes I think those things that are hard reveal, reveal the good in us. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, last thing I've learned. I have more time than I originally thought I did. That'll preach. <laughs> okay, you do this because you make time every single day to work out in fitness. You have time. You work out every single day, except maybe Sundays. Well, time is the most beautiful thing that we have, and we get to choose what we do with it. And I think, I think, I think we kind of go through life kind of robotically. And what I mean by that is it's like, well, you kind of just get in your, you get in your habits and your swing of like your schedule. And then you somehow convince yourself, right? Everything's about what we think that I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I'm like, you get to create your time. You get to take the 24 hours and do whatever you want with it. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you want with it. And I think to me, that is a 
beautiful thing every single day. Like there were a few days during this where I'm like, I just, I do, there's no way I can get two workouts in. And I was like, it's impossible. Like my schedule's too full. And then I- So you use the words impossible. It's so Mm -hmm. dramatic. But like that is, but that is human nature. Like people are relating with that. And I'm like, no, that's so dramatic. Like it is possible. Right. And I'm realizing, this this is what I'm learning. I love it. Then I'll find myself out on the track behind our house at 10 p.m. at night. I'm like, I'm going to get my run in. And it's like, I did have time, but typically at 10 p.m., I want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix, you know, but I'm like, nope, tonight, I'm going to be out here for 45 minutes, I'm going to get a run in, and there is time. I've also realized, like, I'm starting to catch, you know, kill two birds with one stone. A lot of my days, well, at least I would say probably two days out of my week are spent studying for a talk that I do on a weekend. So a lot of times, I'll get my thoughts together, and then I'll go for a walk or a run, and while I'm running and walking, I'll be thinking through, because there's so much mental time that you have to put in. I'll just be thinking through the thoughts I need to think through, whether it's an illustration or whether it's a point or whether it's in a, you know what I'm saying? And I'll many times like pull up my phone while I'm running and speak into my notes, you know, just like voice and memo. And so I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone. Sometimes I have so many appointments. I've learned like if I, okay, especially during quarantine, like if I have an appointment at 12, an appointment at four, what quarantine has done for me is like, I can't do anything in between 12 oh and four. God. I'm packed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dude, can we meet at 2.30? Can't, man. I got something at four. And before that, I got something at 12. Like, there's just no time. Now I'm learning. Like, if I have an appointment at one and an appointment at three, I can go from one to 12. And then from 12 to 2.30. One to 12? 12 to one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I do is after my appointment, I have two hours or an hour and a half. Right. I can actually get a 45-minute workout in there and a 15-minute shower and still make the appointment. I've just learned to be more efficient. Right. And so this whole thought, okay, and I was reminded of this because I think we've said this before, but I, I pulled up this um, this meme on social media, which I love, and it's talking about you know people being like, I don't have enough time in a day. And here's what it says. There's 168 hours in a week. Let's say you work 50 hours at a job. That leaves you 118 left. Let's say you work seven hours at the gym because you go seven days a week, and it puts in parentheses, which none of us do. But let's say you a lot, seven hours a week for the gym. You still got 111 hours left. Let's say 56 hours for sleep. That gives you eight hours every night. I only need six. But you take, you still have 55 hours left. So after all of that, you have 55 free hours left in a week. Like look at all, 55 hours. So a side hustle, That's you want to over start that two business, days. you can actually take those hours and do something that you're passionate about, right? Yeah. Like you could do anything. Right. And I and I think that's so good. That's it's perspective. It's like taking your week and saying, Okay, I've got seven days again. What could be possible? Perspective and honesty. Right. Like I you know, like I'm so dishonest with myself when I have something at one and something at four and I'm like, I can't do anything in between. Like, really? You could. Uh-huh. You don't want to, you don't put in the effort, you don't want to plan so that you could do it. You don't want to like bring your you know, you but you can. I remember in college, one of the things they taught us and I actually did pretty good when I was in college was like in between classes. The amount of studying, and so there's an enormous amount of reading that you had to do in college. And so going from like my 8 a.m. class, and then I'd get done at 8, you know, 9.30, and then I'd have a 10.30 class. Well, there's an hour. A lot of times people just like go to the cafeteria or just, I would literally just bust out and start reading. An hour of reading, I do that two or three times a day in between classes, and you pretty much finish all your reading for the day. So I don't have to go home that evening to my dorm and read for three hours. I already killed it. So it's like using all the moments you have to make the most. Beautiful. So anyways, well, 75 Heart has been reteaching me that. that I principle. love this conversation. So, anyways, yeah. We so, can just keep on keeping it's, it's, on. It's helping us in life and it's helping us in our, our physical fitness. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. Well, well thanks babe, for listening, I'm everyone. I'm excited to see what you look like, you know, after your 75 Heart. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited to see that what you look like when you... You know what I mean? Well, you, I, you already look great, so anyway. <laughs> Cheers to y'all. Cheers, love. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.